Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Good morning, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans. Thank you. Fighting soldiers from the sky. Fearless men who jump and die. Men who mean just what they say. The brave men of the Green Beret. Silver wings upon their chest. These are men, America's best. One hundred men will test today, but only three when the Green Beret. Train to live off nature's land. Trained in combat. services we thank you deeply my name is richie along with marla and bill dean from formerly of cbs kyw in philadelphia and the author of smooth criminal and also the editor of our missing news and how are you forget marla? about wtiv in titusville the birthplace of the oil well how about that That's oh okay we got to give them credit okay so how are you marla how are you today i'm doing great That's good I say, thank you, Catfish, for your service. And for those of you out there in Renegade Nation that don't know, Richie was known as Catfish. Yeah, I was the Catfish. Catfish, and well, he yeah. served in the Navy. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, you know. So, the, aloha, uh, Renegade Nation, and how's it Hawaii? Are you ever listening? We looked at the numbers last night. Yeah, a lot of people in Hawaii listening. So, H- any, Hug a veteran near you today. Yeah, hug a veteran. Don't say thank you. Hug him and say thank you. That's what I would do. Uh, when I, I, I even hugged myself this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I even kissed Richie. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. I got it. I got really, a hard on with that. Man. Oh, jeez. Really. <laughs> I wish it was Veterans Day every day, Bill, over here. <laughs> anyway. Whatever you say, Catfish. Uh, okay, I'm Catfish. Aye, yeah. aye, sir. To all my friends in the military that know, know of me or are still around, 
I was called Catfish when I was in North Vietnam hanging out. Anyway, so I oh, walked. We, should, we hmm? should say hi to a couple of your buds that you're we, still in yeah, contact well, we got with. Ron, we got the two Ronnies, uh, Rabbit, and we got uh, Ron, and I'm not going to mention their last names. Right. But, uh, there's, a, there's a bunch. I'm not going to go through them all. And of course, remember. there's our Navy SEAL. And, and uh, th- thank you to Carl. Uh, Higby, a.k.a. Um, Hig, a.k.a. Hig, and all of uh, the, the SEALs and everybody in the military. We appreciate everything that you've done. And uh, my thing is with the Veterans the Veterans Day, and it's been there for a long, long time, that every veteran in this country should have the day off and also get free food for the day at any restaurant of their choosing. And I think that's what should be done. Not having these stupid uh, uh, sales at, uh, at these stores get 50 percent off on Veterans Day. Right, Bill? Do you yeah, I think, I think that the press did some stories uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago and uh, talked about how obscene it was that we'd have Veterans Day and all you get is is Veterans Day sales. The kids didn't even know what we were doing on Veterans Day, why we were honoring it, and they, all, they only thought that uh, you could buy a new uh, whatever. A new dining room set. Supermarket. Well, today you may call me Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter. Why is that? <laughs> why is that? Yeah, why From is World that? War Two. Oh yeah, Rosie the Riveter. A story about Rosie the Riveter and about those women that uh, you know all the all the men were were overseas and fighting. Uh, we had 12, uh, 12 million uh, men in uniform, mostly men, but uh, the women were actually doing a lot of stuff. They were flying the B seventeens over after they were made by Boeing and over over to England and uh, keeping keeping the men on the front lines it's uh, it's really an an honor those those women that uh, went into the factories because before that and during the depression it was kind of a bad thing for a woman to work because there weren't that many jobs and uh, the women working were taking away a job from the breadwinner the father uh, but uh, that certainly changed in world war Two. well you know uh, Bill, going back to world war Two, i mean everybody worked together as a team america was a team and today it's like all all chopped up and fighting and carrying on and you know none of that would would, 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 would happen in World well, War Two. That's that's just what's happening now with this uh, Benghazi thing. And uh, I mean, you've got two sides and the fighting that's going on in in Washington, and it's uh, just uh, unfortunate that we don't have most of the people in the middle who are trying to work uh, together. Because we, you're either a leftist or you're a rightist, and uh, the country can't operate that way. No, it can't operate that way. Marla, you got to say yeah, something. Here's right? one of my favorite quotes. I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Yes. Who said that? Um, you know, it's either Ralph Waldo Emerson or Walt Whitman. Because you know what? Freedom isn't free. Thank God. A veteran. Thank That's you. true. Thank you, Marla. And yeah, the public it, has to realize that they've been trying democracies this experiment many, many times, and it's only lasted 200 years. We are the ones, the only, the ones that have lasted the longest in this, in this thing. And uh, the way it's working right now, it seems like we are handling things precariously uh, about to fall off our. Uh, 
my group. Hey, hey Bill, you know, who, whoever came up with all these um, advertising slogans and uh, all these sales for Veterans Day? Because I'm reading here at CBS in New York. The Jews. No, the Jews did. Uh, New York, of course, okay. they own all the retail stores. Okay, the New York City Food Bank head says 40% of veterans need food assistance. And all you do when you watch TV, all you see is these sales for cars. It's the Veterans Day car sale, the Veterans Day furniture sale, the Veterans yeah. Day Taco Bell sale. I mean, you know, why is it that the veterans are being, it's Veterans Day, Renegade Nation. It's for the veterans and not because of some stupid sale, like all the banks are closed and all these people are running around. It's a day off. And do people really realize what Veterans Day means? Do, do, they, do you think they understand, Bill, what it means? Well, like, I think they understand a little bit better than they used to. Uh, uh, of course, years ago, it, uh, it started out as uh, Armistice Day. And that was for World War One, and then we kept piling up all these wars, and so they had to change the name uh, to make it all. That's all exactly right. Yeah, it was title. right. It was Armistice Day. That's right. Now, getting back onto this food bank thing, uh, on this Veterans Day, Renegade Nation, when we're waving our flags. I need every New Yorker to know this, and this is coming out of CBS in New York. Forty percent of New York City veterans are relying on soup kitchens and pantries. And so the that, that, that's just awful. Uh, there, there's terrible, a, shameful there's a suicide story that I sent you. Uh, I, I don't know if you yeah, I do. it. Yeah, I do have it. But that's uh, that's such a sad story. That I mean, here's here's a gung ho guy that wanted to go over, and he was doing what he was what he believed was necessary. And we found out later that the press didn't do its job. We found out later that it wasn't necessary to go into Iraq. And then he went into Afghanistan, and now he's come back, and he's gone to uh, try to, to get his medicine and try to get his care because of uh, all that he went through over there. And in... Uh, in uh, uh, just before he committed suicide, he left a note, and the note included all of these requests, so many requests for the Veterans Administration to help him. We have more suicides uh, right now from from veterans than we have from uh, the guys that uh, fought in the war. Yeah, I have the article right here. Yeah, well, the VA, you know, has stepped it up a little bit, I, I, and I know that. But some of the veterans that I talk to right now from Iraq and from Afghanistan are on a waiting list for two years. And my argument has always been, and I've always been a big mouth about this, Renegade Nation, that they knew how many people they were sending over, how many soldiers, Navy, Army, Air Force, Marine Corps, how many people they were sending over to a battle zone. They knew, Renegade Nation, they knew in an actuarial basis how many people are going to die, how many people are going to be wounded, and how many people are going to come back mentally unstable after being in, in a situation like that. And they have yet to um, accomplish what they're supposed to do is by helping the veterans who fight for the freedom of this country, and they have declined to do what they're supposed to do. They already knew all this. They have computer systems up to date, but if you look at healthcare.gov and the mess that is, why do you think the, the Veterans Administration would be any better trying to help these poor veterans. This is it's absolutely sickening, but they'll run around with these stupid commercials selling cars and TV sets and crap and don't worry about the poor veterans and especially in New York and around the country they're in food banks because they don't, they're not educated, they came back, they were messed up, and they should have been taken care of by the U.S. government and the VA. You give it to them, well, Gunny. Yeah, well, I, I, you know what? I've been through that. I had to work through it myself. And, I, you know, I feel sorry for these people. And the, v, and the government should 
should be involved. That the government, if you sign up and you go over there to go fight for the freedom of the United States, for the people of the United States, when they come back, they should be well taken care of. And we have known uh, several people. Uh, remember Crystal Bill, that her husband had all those problems when he came back from Iraq after oh, World tour. Yeah. He was, it was a mess. And this girl had to go fight and fight and fight and fight. It's not, it, she's not supposed to be fighting and fighting. They're supposed to say, yes, this guy has a problem. We're going to fix the problem. We're going to try to take care of this problem. But she had to go it, fight and fight and fight it, and fight. It's much, much worse now than it was after World War II. The, the veterans were really well taken care of. They were getting low mortgages, uh, you know, low interest rates, and, and they could go to college. There were all kinds of good things. Yeah, but Bill, what happened? Bill, Bill. But we're, we're, this country is so damn selfish. That's what, that's what it is. It's the me generation, and we've got, we've got real problems with that. We, don't, we just want to take care of ourselves, and we don't want to know about the problem. Right. Well, well uh, the abominator and the banksters are out to get everybody. They don't care about the vets. It's just Disgusting. I remember the Abominable saying, we will take care of our veterans. That's they are right. first on our list. And I'm, I'm not paraphrasing all this Renegade Nation. We will take care of them. They are number one on our list. We will make sure that everything is taken care of and make sure the veterans, when they come back, get a good job and get educated and go through the whole process. Get the, the medical attention, medical attention that they that, need. Yeah, medical attention. He's and, a lying maniac. So, <laughs> so they can I be... Think, I think if we had a prerequisite <laughs> that every president to be, every candidate had gone to war for first we wouldn't have this yeah we would yeah right because, boy, so I'm true you, when you when you've been in a war uh, you you have a you are uh, certainly different than when uh, when uh, somebody somebody from afar can say let's have another war well, uh, speaking Eisenhower became a great peacenik, uh, and uh, he did everything possible to avoid another a, a war. bill speaking from what it was like <laughs> Bill, speaking from experience, when I came back, uh, they asked me a few questions. They kicked me out to the street, and that was the end of it. And I had to fight my way through. I never went to the VA until just recently. It took me a long time to finally adjust to going to them because I was so, uh, what's that word, Mario? I was so, like, um, against uh, against them. I don't know why, why I... Apathetic? Uh, yeah, I, I just didn't want anything to deal with them. And then finally one day I decided, you know what, maybe I should go. And now they're, they are taking good care of me, but that's a, been, been a long time. But a lot of these guys coming back... And I really feel sorry for the Iraqi, uh, the Iraq guys, and, and the Afghanistan guys, the, all Navy SEALs and the Green Berets and the Army guys and Marines. I feel so sorry for them what they're going through. And the United States government should pick it up and get their shit together and make sure that these guys are well that, taken you care know, of that, and women. That's where our tax money should be going to help, to help the people that protect our nation. Right, that's exactly right, Marlon. Yeah, so. but but you see, the banksters don't don't think that that's going to make make them any money by of taking care not. of the vets. They they want you to buy. They uh, want you, know, you to more, drop and give them twenty at uh, at General Dynamics and General Electric and the rest of them who are making w- uh, war machines. That's where they make money. Well, that's where they make and all the that's money. That's what they want. Yeah, especially in the Vietnam War, a lot of people made a lot of money running Gay Nation, and 58,000 guys died. Yes, Marlon? Wars are created by the banksters to make okay. them money. We've talked about that over and over. Yes, they, you're 100% they rationalize, right. rationalize, though. They can rationalize that, hey, we have to have a war to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten that, hut. that argument has been going on. Even Adolf Hitler used that. 
Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Benghazi and what a mess this is turning out to be. But the heat is on the uh, government and Obamanable and the rest of his cronyism staff to figure out what the hell's going on. In 60 Minutes got involved in it, thought they had a great story, but they got uh, taken, and Bill's going to get into that. Uh, that Laura, what's her name, Bill? Laura who? Uh, Laura, Laura Logan. Laura Logan. Laura Logan looks like she's, uh, who knows what's going to happen to her, but she didn't do her job as an investigative reporter for 60 Minutes and made 60 Minutes look really, really not good. Anyway, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Bill Dean, formerly of CBS, author of Smooth Criminal, Marla, and myself, Richie, and we'll be right back. So hang in there, guys. Torpedo One! He passes the boys as they stand in line. The smell of gun grease and their fainted station. He's there to help them all that he can. To make them feel wanted, he's a good holy man. Sugarcoat shit. Listen. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, we're back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui. It's Monday, it's Veterans Day. Salute the veterans. Hi, Marla. Kiss a veteran near you. And we got Bill Dean, formerly of CBS, KYW in Philadelphia, the author of Smooth Criminal. My name is Richie. We're going to be talking about Benghazi, a little bit of ACDC. Let's rock and roll. Whatever you say, Gunny. That's right, I'm Gunny. You address me as Gunny. <laughs> I love ACDC. A lot of people like ACDC, and I just love this song. Do it, boys. Who are the men on the street? Not know which way you want to turn. 
ACDC, Shoot the Thrill. Love that tune. Always loved ACDC. Bill, you like ACDC? Uh, <laughs> he never probably heard of ACDC till he came uh, on Renegade Talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of ACDC. When though. I left being a DJ, I really left. You, are you, now, now you I, be, I'm totally new. Anyway, so uh, a little ACDC. Happy Veterans Day to everybody. You're in the Renegade Army now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Marla, you're really on fire today. I'll tell you, I'm half, uh, I'm half shit-faced and you're on fire. It's amazing. I've been through the danger zone. Yeah, you are a danger zone yourself anyway. So, um, moving on here, Renegade Nation, uh, if you don't know yet, um, what happened uh, last week on 60 Minutes, CBS News uh, did a uh, Benghazi story and, and had these people on and they were there and they saw what came down and Laura Logan interviewed all these people and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden they find out that the person, this British dude who supposedly, allegedly, whatever was there, was not. A and- liar. And he was a liar. Bill Dean, investigative machine, must have had a heart attack. Bill, so Bill got into this Benghazi debacle, debacle, and Bill's going to explain to you what the hell's really going on with this Benghazi thing. Because Renegade Nation, it is getting hotter and hotter on the administration, Obama and Bill's administration, to come out with what the hell really happened. A lot of Americans are pissed off. A lot of veterans are pissed off, and they better come straight out. So, Bill, what's what's this all about? Give give Renegade Nation a, a, a story. Here. Yeah, well, like. The White House, uh, Peggy Noonan, uh, uh, Wall Street Journal columnist, Noonan. points out that um, that uh, the White House is, is primarily interested in uh, in how they're going to send something out to the public and how it's going to look and so forth. And that's uh, that's a problem with our society. It's also a problem with the with the networks too. Um, having uh, this Benghazi thing is really Blowing up now. We we all make mistakes in the in the news business, and I was taught when I was at KYW Philadelphia. Hey, if you make a mistake, say you made a mistake, and the people will respect you for it. Uh, but uh, people don't. Um, uh, the people in the business sometimes think that they can cover it up, and then they, when it's found out, then they really look bad. They look much worse than if they just admitted it. But uh, the only reason this thing has come out is that uh, they just didn't stop. The left didn't stop uh, protesting and complaining uh, day after day in uh, Media Matters for America, it's called. And they uh, they picked up on this thing as being wrong and incorrect uh, right away, and they didn't stop. Now, the question is, would CBS come out and do an apology now, as they did last night, without without Media Matters, uh, uh, not stopping, just pushing CBS and embarrassing CBS day after day after day? Uh, that's up for you to decide. Uh, having been a, a network news editor for many years, I can tell you that we make mistakes, and it's extremely rare one. One of them has ever drawn such instant negative reaction as this now inaccurate 60-minute story of October 27th, 2013. Hey, Bill, I have a question for you. Uh, do you think these people, the editors over at CBS and, and Logan and the rest of them should be uh, fired? 
you think that, that they didn't do their jobs correctly, didn't follow up, didn't do the investigation they needed to do to get to the true story, and and then bullshitted all of America on 60 Minutes? I mean, what, what do they do with these people? They, they're not professionals. As far as I'm concerned, they are not professional. They think they're professional, but they're not professional. Okay, they think they they sit on this cloud and all of a sudden this whole thing just breaks out. And then all of a sudden CBS has to give an apology. I mean, what, what, you worked in the newsroom at CBS. What goes on in there? What, what, what's going on right now? Well, it's a real big question. Uh, again, uh, like the White House, they look and see what the, how the public is reacting. And um, Dan Rather would, would probably still be there uh, after his... Uh, uh, misinformation mm-hmm. a number of years ago. Uh, but it was only that the southern stations, the TV stations, radio stations, got on the phone and said, hey, you know, we don't want to hear that guy on the air anymore. And that that becomes money. Now you got to, are you going to stand up in principle and fight for a guy who made a mistake? Or are you going to take the money and run? Well, they took the money and run and they kicked Dan Rather out. Um, uh, I have a question for you, Bill. Um, with that lion maniac, abominable, they, they're really trying to cover this thing up. I mean, this is getting even more messier than, than I can even fathom myself. I mean, it, it's getting so com- complex and so complicated that I, do you think we'll ever get to the truth here? Do you think we'll ever get to the bottom of this? Or is abominable doing, they're doing such a good job of confusing everybody? Yes, Marla. Well, things are. Yes, Marla. Things are looking even more obominous on Dismal Hill. There you go again. Dismal Hill. <laughs> obominous. Obominous. Okay. But do you think, Bill, in your... Put in your in the dictionary. <laughs> obominous. <laughs> I need my own dictionary. Yeah, the Marla Dictionary. You should start that. But anyway, getting back By, to... At, from Renegade Talk. Okay, getting, ba- getting back to that. I mean, do you think that they're doing this cover-up? And Do you think they might have, might have led CBS down the road to this individual from Britain? What, what's going on? Is covert operations here between the network and between the White House and, and Benghazi and the people that were actually there in the CIA? Oh, this, I mean, is, this is really interesting because uh, under Dan Rather, uh, the, uh, the general public felt that, uh, oh, they're just a bunch of liberals over there at CBS. Um, and um, Laura Logan is considered a conservative, and uh, this is a conservative story. And so now you've got uh, the the left wing saying, "Uh-huh, you see, you're just a bunch of righties. You swung the whole way over the to the other end of the continuum." And um, uh, there is some truth to that. Why? Why do they have Lara Logan putting on these conservative stories? And this was one that she just grabbed at. Um, you know, the the reason, and I come back to this periodically, that uh, the Watergate, the Watergate story, uh, didn't didn't fall flat on its face because no no mistakes. Big mistakes were made, and Ben Bradley, the managing editor at the Washington Post, insisted on always, this is an old time, this is long before Ben Bradley, you have to get a second independent source to every story. And here we are uh, with Lara Logan, she's got this story, and she didn't go, she, she broke that rule, she didn't get a second independent source, and uh, now she's got egg on her face, and she might be fired. Oh, Bill and Gunny, they just dropped another O-bomb on us. 
Well, that's what the they're supposed to Nation, that's what they're supposed to be doing, like Bill said. They're supposed to get a second independent source to make sure that the first source is not lying to them. And especially in a hotbed of this Benghazi thing that's been going on, there's a lot of people really pissed off in this country about this Benghazi and the cover-up, as well as the IRS, which has been forgotten about, Fast and Furious, which has been forgotten about. And a few other ones that I can't recall right now because there's so many of them in this stupid White they've House administration. They've been abominated. The Ob- yeah, they've been. <laughs> there you go, Marla. They've been abominated. And uh, so the only one left is Benghazi. Now, Bill, from in your in your world over there in New York, I mean, do you think the White House is like involved in this with the CBS executives? Do you think there's something really going on to make it look like Laura Logan's a complete idiot and that uh, CBS uh, will take it on the hit, but then the then they'll say, well, we can't figure out this Benghazi and it just disappears? Or am I talking? out of my head yes i don't think that they're that smart really <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> they're what, too busy playing golf rich i mean come on get it together on conspiracy i don't think they they know i think they're just trying to cover up i don't think that the that the white house was really involved in this uh because this guy is is definitely a right winger they don't uh, care uh, who told the lies uh, to lara logan uh, and uh, they were in a big hurry to get this out, and I'm not sure why they had to get it out on the 27th when they weren't ready. But that that will happen to to you when you're uh, a news person and you want a little bit more time and you want to correct it, you want to make sure that you're you're right about it all. And uh, they they'll tell you hurry up. This is this is very much like telling a Swiss uh, watchmaker, hey, hurry up, put this together fast. They needed. Uh, it's like putting together. Uh, a watch uh, mm-hmm. with accuracy and if you don't have the time to do it you ought to hold the damn story or you should it's, say it, you know we've got part of this and this is all we know this is all we can reveal at this particular time and stay tuned when we get it all together we'll tell you uh, why did <laughs> why do they have to jump on when they're when they're not ready because they needed Bill Dean on the scene. You know what, Dean? I know what it is. It's about advertising and more the money. The, the, the Bill Dean investigative machine. I, you know, it, it, I think what it comes down to is money. They want more money. And they get to the story. Exactly. They get to, to the story first. They put Laura Logan out there. And maybe Laura Logan was used and abused here. Who the hell knows? Who knows what's going on with these people? Maybe she's just stupid. I, yeah, well, she, I, does, she does have a reputation of uh, throwing in right wing. Uh, ideas. Okay, well, I, uh, uh, right wing, left wing, I mean, I'm so... I know what, that's new that, to me. Except that CBS probably didn't want to keep, uh, they didn't want that uh, Dan Rather left wing either. They wanted to be in the middle, so maybe they thought that she, by going over to the right, could uh, could balance CBS's reputation. Well, maybe she now should... they're being accused, and I, w- I was reading letters to the editor in uh, several magazines uh, overnight, and these people are really furious uh, uh you know they're they're saying you know you're a bunch of phonies we can't believe you uh this is uh, this is a total embarrassment to cbs well you know what bill the way i look at it forget about the left and forget about the right we're talking about americans here we're talking about americans who got killed who were who were uh, tortured 
Exactly. Uh, Hideously tortured. I am so sick of the politics of CBS and the ostrich stupid friggin' media. They continue on. These are American people, and we're celebrating Veterans Day today, and this ambassador was was absolutely Uh, murdered. Tortured. tortured. Dragged through the streets while he was alive. And and they didn't do anything about it, so Laura Logan goes over there, tries to get the information she's lied to. Laura Logan, drop and give me 20. And the brass at CBS let this go through, and and Bill, you work there. Don't they really follow up on even the reporter to make sure that all of this uh, information is correct before it airs on 60 Minutes? And you know how many people watch 60 Minutes? Hundreds of millions of people watch that show. And now, yeah, well, some some commentator was talking about. They said this wasn't breaking news that was coming out. They had plenty of time, and they jumped it. And they jumped uh, it, right? You know, when, yeah. you, when you're doing uh, uh, news that's coming in like a plane crash or something like that, you have to go with it. You have to you have to take a gamble that you're right here and there and so forth. And then if you're wrong, you you do a correction. Uh, but this this uh, when you're doing 60 minutes, they only have to do uh, one show a week. And uh, actually, they only do about 20 shows a year. And uh, <laughs> this is... Uh, it is gives them really plenty of time to get it right. That they don't check everything. And 60 Minutes has had a wonderful reputation. But but they've cut back, and they were going conservative. And actually, they were going to do my show uh, about smooth criminal, a one-man American crime wave. And uh, one, of the, one of the big correspondents over there wanted to do it. And big media... Over at CBS, the corporation said, absolutely not. It's too controversial. Well, I, and I was really surprised because 60 Minutes was handling very, very controversial things uh, years ago. That's what 60 Minutes and was so good about, Bill. Was they very good? They're, they're not, 60 they're minutes? not handling stuff uh, like that anymore. They're not breaking news on uh, because they because it's now run by a big corporation and it doesn't want uh, want uh, journalists to walk on any part of that corporation. Um, Sixty Minutes is taking a big nosedive. Yeah, it is. Oh, in, yeah. In, fact, in fact, real quick before we go to the break, last night on Sixty Minutes they had this guy who was a photographer for some news organization, and he got he got kidnapped by these uh, Syrian rebels, and they tortured this guy, Renegade Nation. They tortured him for seven months. He called them savages. What they did was absolutely unbelievable, and at least Sixty Minutes had that on. To hear it from a guy who's not in the military, he was just a photographer. Photographer, and he escaped. He finally got out of there and, and was saved. But he, I, mean, it, it, I was watching that, and all they do over there is kill everybody. They've been doing it for years. They've been fighting these wars for thousands of years, and it continues on and on. Yes, Marlon. Their torture makes our torture look like a day in the park. Yeah, what about all that, uh, Bill? Isn't it? I mean, how many people know that uh, that we are now? You know, it was the Taliban that that got us into Afghanistan in the first place after nine eleven. And um, how many Mr. people Taliban? realize that we, the United States, are trying to deal with the Taliban now so that we can leave? What have we accomplished Nothing. in all those lives? It's absolutely... I don't know. What, you know Zilch, Zippo, Zero, Nada. We made money for General Dynamics. The banksters. We're back to the banksters. Anyway, we're gonna, at Renegade Nation, we're going to take a break. We need to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be continuing uh, about the nuke talks or ending without an agreement. There's a big stink about that in Iran. And good old John Kerry's supposed to... He's sitting up there going, rah, rah, we're going to have a deal. We're going to have a deal. But the Israeli prime minister is really really upset. Don't believe these people. These people are friggin' crazy. And uh, it's just a whole crazy world. So we're going to talk about that. We have Bill Dean, CBS. 
Richie and Marla and a little bit of the Rolling Stones. Aye, aye, Gunny. Aye, aye, Gunny. Uh, Freedom's being destroyed by free speech. Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. It's Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. And thank you to the veterans for serving our great country. Hi, Marla. Aloha, Richie and Renegade Nation and Bill, Dean, and all the veterans. A little bit of Pink Floyd. Hey, you. Wake up. Smell the roses. Great tune. Thank you, Marla, for picking this out. You are the producer of producers, I tell you. Hey, you. Out there in the cold, getting lonely, getting old. Can you feel me? Hey, you. Standing in the aisles with itchy feet and fading smiles. Can you feel me? Help them to bury the light Don't give in Without a fight Smooth Criminal. And talking about Smooth Criminal, Bill's going to be uh, coming Boy, on. Boy, do we have a show for you. <laughs> we're gonna, Bill's going to be talking about um, a show we're going to be doing next week. And it happens to be the 50th anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy, uh, our president back in the 60s, which a lot of people don't realize what really happened there. There's been a lot of books and movies and a lot of conspiracy theories and so on and so forth. But Bill... Dean was in Miami at the time and knew about these mobsters and gangsters. And Bill, uh, can you give us a little bit of, uh, of, of a promo here about what we're, what you're going to be talking about uh, when we do what, this show next week? Yes. So Renegade Nation can get, get, uh, get excited about it. What will you be revealing? 
Well, I found out some evidence, and uh, actually it was so uh, startling to me that I left CBS News to devote full time to researching the story, which I now call Smooth Criminal, a one-man American crime wave. It's the uh, unreported uh, story of the CIA going to prisons to uh, find people that were willing and perhaps are willing right now to leave jail and go overseas and perform dangerous assignments that they may die while they're doing. But if you are in jail and you're facing a 40-year sentence, uh, a lot of young, cocky guys will say, yeah, I can do it. They seem to forget that they were thrown in jail because they screwed up uh, and that they were caught. But they they make an ideal uh, person that uh, could do what the CIA wants, and the CIA certainly doesn't want to do some of those dangerous assignments where the chances were only one out of ten survival. But uh, that's where they find them. And uh, the problem is, is that the guarantee is that when they come back to the United States, they are totally free citizens. And believe it or not, some of those criminals return to a life of crime. And uh, the CIA, to maintain secrecy of the program, doesn't tell the public and the consequences are unbelievable that have happened. Uh, this uh, this um, assassination story really has the interest of everybody. And I, I want to suggest that that JFK movie by Oliver Stone, you should just trash it. It is so wrong. And everybody that knows anything about this agrees. Um, he, has, he has the gall to put it out now to make money because they're putting a revival on it. Uh, there's so little. I mean, he's just twisted things around. You can look it up on your computer. I've seen some places uh, from responsible journalists list a hundred some odd mistakes in that movie. It, it had uh, Garrison uh, was uh, uh, the well. We won't get. We'll get into that next week. That is going to be really interesting. I cannot wait. I I would say that um, that the um, uh, the reason we had the Warren Commission was specifically designed by Lyndon Johnson to prove to all of us that it was a single gun theory. And uh, the, the Warren Commission just went out. They, they had that in mind from the time they started, and they came out and they said exactly that. Then the House uh, um, uh, had a had a uh, they doubted they doubted the results, and most people doubted the results of what the Warren Commission did. And so the House had a, an assassinations committee investigate, and the assassinations committee of the House said that there were two people. It had to be two people um, that uh, it wasn't just Lee Harvey Oswald. The truth is, is that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was the patsy, and there were two gunmen, mafioso gunmen, on the doll. Okay, so Bill, what and we're going to do? You're going to let us know all about it next week, which I can't wait because we did have other uh, guests on the show giving us another version of the assassination but you've got the true real version straight out of the smooth criminal well the the dying gangster's breath right so last uh, breath yes uh, santo traficante on his deathbed his santo lawyer traficante. Well, let's not, hey bill bill let's not, let's just tease the audience like i like to tease the audience i'm getting really <clears throat> teased. i know this is going to be coming up next week renegade Bill's nation it's going to be on the air I, pfft, 
<laughs> we let me finish. We're gonna. We're, Bill is gonna explain to you all about what happened prior to this assassination, and you're gonna get a better idea than you have ever had before. Because guess who was there? Bill Dean. The he, truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. Even in 60 Minutes turned him down, and I think there's a major motion picture in the works and all kind of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you weren't told. You were not told the truth. The Warren Commission and the rest of all this stuff, and people have been writing books and books and conspiracy theories a and thousand, on and on and on and on. A thousand books. A thousand books. A thousand I mean, there's books all over the place. Nobody has any idea, but Bill has come, he's the closest to the truth of exactly what happened prior to the assassination. It'll be on right gay talk next week and it's going to be at least a two-hour show and bill is going to explain in detail to you what the hell really came down learn and the, the truth learn the truth that's here what, we don't sure on shit. renegade talk on renegade talk. FM. okay getting yeah. back okay so that we're done with that so bill now we're talking about this uh iran nuclear talks and uh, they were all excited the other day on the news jumping up and down these banksters and now all of a sudden it seems yeah. like it's all falling apart. iran nuclear talks i miss this what's going on well, bill, ex- well i don't think i don't think anybody should have expected that there was going to be an agreement. They only met, and they said that they were only going to meet for three days. And uh, this uh, thing with uh, with Iran having the, the nukes uh, and uh, is scaring the hell out of Israel in particular has been going on for years and years. And uh, you can't expect when they come back, they're going to be coming back in about 10 days, but not the the foreign ministers, and uh, like Secretary of State Kerry. They're not coming. It's going to be some secondary people that are coming in of uh, 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 public uh, uh, relations type people. Uh, they're going to be dealing uh, with, the, with Iran. Uh, and so the, you're not going to get a final agreement there either. But what came out was um, they all they all were very very happy when they left uh, France, Germany, Russia, the United States. They they talked about progress when they were there. And uh, Iran was uh, uh, Mohammed uh, Zarif uh, was very very happy, and it just seemed like a love f- affair. Although well, they that- didn't have mm-hmm. a deal. Mm-hmm. The way I looked at it, Bill, they were all loving and kissing each other and patting each other on the ass. And I'm going, oh, maybe they came up with this agreement. But Israel is really upset with this. They, they're not happy. And basically, he's telling everybody, these people, what did they do to the Americans back in the 70s? A lot of people forget. Some of the networks, I don't know which ones, and cable networks are showing what happened in the 70s when Iran uh, kidnapped those Americans out of the embassy there. Oh, it was a big yeah. mess. It was a big mess. People don't understand the Iranians, what they're up to. And Kerry's trying to negotiate a deal. But the way they were looking and talking, I thought they had a deal. But again, it's with these banksters and what the hell's going on in the high-level money power pits that these people are trying to control. And so... Kerry's one of them. Uh, he's one of them. Yeah, I think he is one of them. He is yeah, one well, of them. He's well, one of the, the Illuminati. Well, the story here is, is that uh, Iran has got a lot of oil and we're ah. embargoing it. Oh! Ah. Uh, that will uh, cost a lot of money. To oh, okay, Bill, 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 Bill. They Bill. open up Iran again. Bill, so in other words, your Bill. Gasoline at the pump will be going down. Bill, so you're telling me they want to work out this nuclear agreement with Iran because there's so much damn oil there. They'll do anything, these banksters, to get a hold of that oil, and they don't care about anything else. Is this where, because I, 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 
I well, firmly believe they're going to make money whether there's uh, whether there's a lot of oil or a little oil, but they're not going to make as much money when there's a lot of oil and when they open up the gates again in Iran, it's going to uh, it's going to put more oil on the market and the price of oil will be going. See, down. I, I I totally disagree with you. I, like I, yeah, I totally disagree with you. I think they're going to hold that oil in reserve and they're going to keep the prices up because that's how the banksters do business. They're going to get a hold of that. They want that oil. They will do anything to sign some kind of nuclear. Tree, uh, 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 agreement or treaty so they can get in there and get that oil and is on these high level banksters that are working on this deal renegade nation and you're going to suffer by it somewhere down the road because those prices bill I can I, 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 they've you know, I been dropping recently they're Richie. dropping but that's a sign of getting people to say oh they're dropping I can drive more I can do more I can spend more money but they're going to have to drop because Obamacare is such a disaster Marla where are they going to get the money at they're going to have to pay all this money into Obamacare they got to drop the price someplace I mean you want to get into a big circus we're looking at this circus, and the circus, and the circus is over there with Carrie and all these other so-called quote-unquote intellectual people trying to work out a deal. Scary Carrie. It's a deal for them, a deal that's going to hurt you down the road. I firmly believe that, Renegade Nation and Bill. I firmly believe that they're doing this to enrich themselves and everybody else and go to hell. It's always about enriching. The banksters. I need to be enriched. The banksters, Bill, that oil, if they get their hands on that oil, the prices will still stay the same. Maybe they'll drop a couple pennies and they'll brag no, about, they'll no. brag about, oh, if drop they, two cents. If, if they open up the spigot, <laughs> it will definitely, and one, uh, one of the one of the things now, we have we have enough uh, oil shale here that, uh, that that we have enough oil in America. We we will be an exporter in about five years of, of our oil. So we're, we're just awash in oil now. And uh, and uh, this is very good for the for the country because we don't have to listen to Saudi Arabia as much as we did because Saudi Arabia was giving us uh, the the Middle East now is no is not giving us any more than about a third of our oil. You know what I've always said, Bill. Down and down. Bill, what I, I what I've always said is that the United States was smart enough to uh, work out deals with the Saudis and the rest of these people to get the oil out of there because there's a ton of uh, I mean I'm, and I'm talking you know out of my face here but there's there's uh, 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 I could use another end of your body yeah well there's a load okay <laughs> a load a load there's a yeah, load there's a, of, lo- there's, a- right, there's a load of natural gas and a load of oil in this country that has not been in your pants uh, huh there's a load in your pants. there's a load in my pants after I get done with you tonight. <laughs> But anyway, there's a lot of oil and gas, natural gas. And I read this article, I think it was in National Geographic or someplace, that there's five... Smithsonian? Uh, hold on, Smithsonian. One of them, Marla, I don't know. But 500 years of natural gas and oil is sitting right here in the U.S. And I firmly believe, and uh, Renegade Nation, that this uh, they've been uh, they've been raping the oil out of the Middle East. And as soon as they get done with that, who has all the control now? The U.S. Am I right on that? Or am I talking out of my head, Bill? No, the United States is going to be a, a major player in international oil. Okay, so Definitely. right there, it's beginning so, to happen right now. Right, so now they got to deal with Iran to get them on on board. So the banksters are over there trying to work out agreements with them, so the Iranians can get a piece of the action on this deal that that is not being explained to us. By the way, Renegade Nation, why would they explain anything to us? All they're going to do is come out and smile and pat each other on the ass. I think it's all bull. That is all bull. It's I always been bull. All, I think it's all about Afghanistan, the poppies, and the heroin trade. Yeah. Well, you got that's Afghanistan the in the money, middle. That's where all the money comes from. Do you think there's a lot of oil in Afghanistan, Bill? Oh, no. There's a hell of a lot of heroin. Oh, I'm just asking. I don't know. I'm asking Bill. I mean, I, I just no. asked a question. I don't know. Uh, no. Okay. It's, uh, it's not there. Okay. Anyway. It, it would be a wealthy country if it was. They, they 
uh, it's um, Afghanistan is is uh, was uh, a real problem for Russia. They they tried to fight over there. That was in the eighties. Difficult to fight in those mountains. Right. And uh, we didn't do very well either. Either. Yeah. I, I remember the Russians. Uh, they retreated after they it's couldn't beat them. It's a great place they to grow did, puppies. Their, you, uh, often called the, the Russian Vietnam. The Russian and Vietnam. That's yeah. When actually uh, the Russians uh, dropped their uh, communism. How come we didn't? Uh, uh, Bill, Bill, I have a we question. Had a, Somewhat a somewhat thing called democracy over there. Bill, I have a question for you. How come we didn't learn from the Russians before we went into Afghanistan? How come we didn't learn? They they knew about the Russians, the, the Russian Vietnam as they called it, and the Russians getting out of there. Um, why? I didn't know about the yeah, Russians. The Russians Vietnam. were there in the eighties. Yeah, that's they were news the, to me. Well, you weren't. I'm you, a you, youngster. You, you were busy partying your ass off. You weren't paying attention to this. This has this the has. Mujahideen uh, uh, over there uh, <laughs> were backed by the United States, and the United States was chasing the Russians out to uh, and mm-hmm. were successful. Wow, I didn't even know that myself. Thank and, you, Bill, uh, for educating me. Mujahideen is is where Saddam Hussein, uh, uh, where um, Osama bin Laden uh, came. Mm-hmm. I totally agree that we had to go in there and get uh, and get the the militants and uh, and take care of them then we should have left yeah well we didn't it's a mess over there anyway renegade nation we want to say one thing we're going to go it's veterans day we want you we're very proud of our service people men and women in uniform serving all around the world and this goes out to you renegade nation marla thank you for being on the show today bill again uh bill dean you're formally. thanking me for co-hosting I, well, I, I love you well yeah i'm trying to be mannerly and nice really yeah is I'm thanking you. What's wrong with that? I'm, I'm, what, no. what, what, what I said, I'm, 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 you, I can't wait to get... great chemistry, you two. Today. God, you know, Catfish. Bill, I'm, she's ruining it. She's Catfish. ruining it right now. No, today, don't call me Catfish. Today <laughs> is the day for me to thank you Oh, okay. You're going to thank me. Service. You can thank me later. Is a U.S. veteran. Okay. Bill, thank you. Uh, Bill Dean, formerly of CBS, KYW, the author of Smooth Criminal and the editor of Our Missing News. If you really want to know what's going on that they're not telling you about, which is the ostrich media, you go to Our Missing News. Yes, Marla. And if you like the music, you can listen to it at skypilotradio.com. Okay. Okay, and, and don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. Bill, have a great day. Renegade Nation, have a great day. And we are out of here. Aloha. Aloha.